1: Stock up
0: today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without
1: missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, he's the one not desired. Not for me. Nah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Why are you starting stuff about Con Sexton? What un- up? You've been something else all day. What? What's the long. What is your problem?
2: What is the problem? There is no problem.
0: You took the book and started talking to me with your face in front of the book, trying to make me laugh on the air earlier. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't even work because it's not a TV show, because they were like, "Oh, this studio's bad for this studio's bad for anything with TV and bad for anything with the website. Let's just keep it the way it is for ten years. Let's do it that way." <laughs> by the way, we're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X T E N D A V dot com, and especially since Extend Technologies is doing all the stuff when it comes to the uh, the remodel. Perhaps that Extend Technologies will be taking a look at this next, and wouldn't that be nice? Tone? Wouldn't that be? Gr- wouldn't that be wonderful?
2: It'd be unbelievable. It'd be absolutely unbelievable. I told you that uh, my buddy had a big call today with ah. the fellas over at Extend Technologies. He's got big visions of Granger, hmm. of what he's going to be able to do. I believe in his basement. So I'm interested to see uh, what they come up with and how the. How the uh, discussion goes, so I'll keep you updated.
0: All right, online first, x t e n d a v dot com. What was your problem about Colin Sexton?
2: No, it wasn't. So here's the deal. Uh, Terry Rozier is going to get paid again. Rozier, Scary
0: Terry, Rozier, local
2: guy, has been making money. This is incredible. Uh, Good for him, it, they call it a, a max contract extension, similar to what Marcus Smart just signed with the Celtics. Mm. Uh, let me get the actual numbers. I, I just want to be right. and Of course, I can't spell Shams. So. Shams
0: Sharania. It's not. Her, uh, I thought it was Shams. 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 Yeah. Right, so
2: it's Shams Sharania. It's a four-year, $97 million contract extension.
0: And you said you were starting bleep on Twitter about yeah. So
2: I No, I just said. I just asked an innocent question, which I knew would have uh, <laughs> gigantic consequences. I
0: used Twitter searched sex, and it got to Ric Flair.
2: <laughs> uh, on a train, yes. So uh, I asked who's better. Between Terry Rozier or Colin Sexton? Because I love to see, A, the bias. I mean, yeah. there's obviously a bias. You know, you ask that question in Cleveland compared to if you ask that question in Charlotte. If you ask that question in Charlotte, not one person would say Colin Sexton. Not one person. But if you ask that question, it's like Baker Mayfield. Would you rather have who's, – who's a commensurate player to Sexton Baker Mayfield? Sexton is better than Terry Rozier. I, I don't know that. I don't know that. If you were to ask who's better <sighs> – Give me the give me the equivalent to Baker Mayfield. Who is around Baker Mayfield's level?
0: You say it. Go ahead. You no, I'm asking. Say
2: who give me a quarterback that's around his level? Um
0: Steve DeBerg. Derek Carr? Yeah. I don't know. No. Aaron Rodgers.
2: I don't know. If you're not going to cooperate,
0: I'm not going to be cooperative. You have been uncooperative all morning with if me. If you're not going to, you know co- you have all too. Right.
2: Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield. <laughs> if you ask that, Baker question, Mayfield. Right. We that will was say, a great one. Thank you. We will say Baker. Oh my God. There's a you're lot so of people right. that say would say Kyler, okay. and they put different numbers up. And obviously Baker, had the three games and the bad weather that would be brought up, they would talk about what a disaster Kingsbury is. So we'd go back and forth on this. There really wouldn't be.
0: You want to talk about Freddie Kitchens? No, oh, wait, wait, that's wait. You're saying. using this as an yeah. example for something else. I'm sorry.
2: I'm saying. So the same thing with Colin Sexton. So the Cavs fans will say 24 points a game, Terry only averaged 20. And I'm like, well, Terry's actually more efficient. Mm. But they're very close. They're very similar in almost every statistical metric. Uh, Terry's older, 27, and people will assume Colin just gets better every year. NBA players don't actually get better every year. That's that's a misnomer. Most Most players eventually find – a place to where they kind of are who they are. It's very rare that a guy just – like the LeBron James of the world that adds something to their game every year for 12 straight years. That's, mm-hmm. that's not really what happens in sports. Most, most players kind of stay the same. Some get worse. You never talk about that. We never assume a player is going to get worse. No fan has ever called a Sports Talk radio show and said their favorite player is going to get worse.
0: I disagree. I think some people did say, think Terry uh, – um, not Terry Rozier, Isaiah Thomas was going to get worse. I felt like the, well, the Boston the, year, like when you had. MVP oh, votes. okay. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Which, by the way, should I have been like. Should I have been happy for him that he scored 81 in that game, by the way? He scored 81 in that, like, semi pro game. And people were like, this guy's going to make a comeback. And I'm like, you're a former NBA player yeah. that just got done playing in the NBA. Yeah. How many players
2: could do that? Yeah. How know. many other players, like Jamal Crawford right yeah, now, could know. go into that league and score 81? There's no doubt in my mind. Michael Beasley, who's looking for a role in the NBA, I bet he could. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a bunch of guys that could. But either way, so I asked the question who was better, and obviously all the Cavs fans. Actually, some Cavs fans are like, no, actually, Terry. And Terry's someone who fans here have seen a lot of because they watched him in high school. I know he went down to Louisville. You watched him play in Louisville but because you knew who he was. Yeah. He's from Youngstown, and then he played for the Celtics. Remember, he had, a, he had some nice playoff games against the LeBron Cavs. He had a couple big games. Yeah. And this year, he was fifth in the NBA in three-point shooting. Well, he was scary. And he's very scary. So I just asked the simple question, and you got mad at me.
0: Yeah, because you know why I got mad at you? It wasn't
2: because of what you were trying to
0: say about a comparison between Terry Rozier and Colin Sexton. Is that you're going to look at your mentions all day, and then you're going to bitch and moan and, and get pissed off with me. Well, these people are killing me, and I'm just trying to tell them the truth. When you do it, if you don't want people to bring heat to you, then don't start fires, Okay cuz this is the thing you do. You act you do you've done this like all this whole year with Colin Sexton. You know you have. And I'm just telling you about yourself. You get this stuff started and then you play the victim. Well, if you don't want people tweeting nasty things at you, then don't tweet. Okay? Cuz you could say it on the air and we'll get callers and then you can have some context. That's why I mean, yeah, there's some tweets that I send, but I'm not going to sit there and get. I can't believe these people got mad at me for this, even though I did spend an entire podcast reading Twitter instead of doing the podcast because I couldn't believe the people were ripping me for the for the tweet that I said that came off the wrong way to a lot of people. I'm learning from my lessons, though. Okay, and I don't think you did. Let's talk about your hairy legs, too. Yeah, you got some very hairy, Tom but Sullen no legs. chest. No chest. Hair. Really, I didn't it's realize such your an legs were that Odd dichotomy. Your legs look like you rolled around on a barbershop floor and it stuck to you. Like you had glue on your legs, you rolled around on a barbershop floor, and
2: that's what you have. And then you know some are going to stick to your tongue and you're
0: going to gag. It's gross. That's a little bit rough
2: Yeah, but no chest hair. It's always been really this weird contrast that that scientists are still trying to figure out if you even believe in scientists. Okay. Uh, Back hair, you got got anything on your back? No, not really. Small on my back. A weird thing that I probably should go what what you go get that waxed off or whatever. Uh probably could do that. Never did that. Did you ever have to shave your friends back of the neck or no. just their back? I had to do this in college. No, I never did. And I did such a bad job did on my buddy Justin. Did you make him purr like a walrus? Uh no. I didn't pet him. Uh I did such a bad job so that I would not be asked to do it again. That's you did it on story. purpose? Yeah. I didn't ever want to do that again.
0: There is a producer here who makes coffee and uh, he doesn't make coffee for us, but I have sampled their coffee, and it's on another show. And I don't know if they're having what meetings right now, so I better keep this down. He makes coffee on another show, and my theory has been because they're always like, "His coffee's the worst. Why is he making such bad coffee?" And I'm like, "Cause he doesn't really making it, you guys. He's doing it on purpose." Is the Anthony Lima. Mm -hmm. If if you're tasked with doing something every day that you don't like, you're going to do it progressively worse until they go, well, I guess we just got to do it ourselves. Like That's what they're going to do. So I don't blame them at all. If you don't like doing it, you don't want to say no. The the best passive-aggressive way to do it is to do it poorly, and then you won't be asked to do it again. But I do think that that can have a spiral effect, so don't do that with everything you don't like. But when it comes to coffee, it's like, you know what? We can make our own bleeping coffee. Mm-hmm. Even though Jeremiah next door makes a makes a fine pot, huge it does make huge a nice pot, pot of coffee. Um, we argued today a little bit about Kevin Stefanski. Mm-hmm. I want to get the congratulations on your success a little earlier today because I got a lot of theories about this. Okay, uh, when it comes to breakfast food and, and Nick Chubb and his new cereal that he has, which is called what Chub Crunch? I think Chubbalicious. No, I think it's called Chubb Crunch. <laughs> um, Honey Nut Chubos. <laughs> yes. I'm trying here. Um, Cinnamon Toast Chubbs. Do you think Kevin Stefanski is proud that he's the coach of the year?
2: Yes, and I said, you said yes. yes this morning. Yeah, just because I I think we've built up we in one year's time this city has built him into a god. Like he can do no wrong, he's magnanimous, mm. he he's 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 the best of every type of – he's a composite of Vince mm. Lombardi and everything, and it's one year. We just haven't had good coaches. Mm. So we're jumping to conclusions on everything, and we want him to be this perfect individual who's never going to screw up. And that's why if anybody even dares bring up, hey, what happened to the play calling there in the second half and fourth quarter <laughs> against the Chiefs? He'll get, you'll, you'll, get, you'll get yelled at because he did such a great job. And he righted the ship, and we haven't had anybody do that or remotely get close to that. I mean, Mike Pettin had a team that was 7-4 and four at one point, and so we were loving that. But even yeah. then, I didn't, I didn't feel like he was getting the praise that Stefanski does. And so this is the honeymoon phase for Stefanski. I mean, if they, if they lose some games this year, they're not supposed to lose, and they finish second or third in the division, and they lose, that honeymoon will be completely over a year from now. But none of us can see that happening, right? If you ask any Browns fan, <sighs> yeah. no Browns fan thinks it's going to end badly this year. So that honeymoon's going to continue until that happens.
0: And I think it should, by the way. I have no problem with that. Well, the only way I think it ends poorly is if something outside of our control happens. I really don't. I And you may disagree with me or some other people do. This is why I think just sign the contract. Just get the contract done. It's, I don't think he can have a terrible season in this offense. I don't think he can have a terrible season with Kevin Stefanski as his head coach. He has enough to The question is, does he have enough talent? Does he have what it takes to be elite, to be top five? That's the question about Baker Mayfield. And he has to take that step this year. That's the question. It's not about whether or not he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Baker is at a crossroads right now. Will he go and make $44 million? Will he? We're talking 44 or, now? Or will he? Well, by the More end. More than of the, Josh Allen? If he. Hold on for a damn second. If he goes out there and he performs extremely well and does have 35 plus touchdowns mm-hmm. and single digit interceptions and throws for over 4,000 yards, which is going to be kind of tough to do considering this offense.
2: Yeah, 17 games now.
0: Yeah, but if he does do that and they go to an AFC championship game, yes, he's going to make more than Josh Allen. It'll be a year later. You either play – I think he's got
2: to be an MVP the candidate only,
0: for that to happen. Uh, well, I, it, but that's the offense I think is hard. I think he'll put, he'll make as much or more than Josh Allen because of that because it's a year later. So the market's going to fluctuate. The market's going to go up. So you may say at the end of it, Josh Allen could have another impeccable year and go, well, he doesn't deserve more than Josh Allen. No, there's been plenty of guys who've made more money than the guys preceding, or preceding them but they might not deserve it, but that's the market. So we might make more. So why aren't the Browns that's trying to saying. sign him now? They, they, to some degree, they are. They might be. Might be. I don't know if they are. But I think that they need to know that he's either going to perform well or perform extraordinarily well. That's what I think they need to answer. There is, for some, some weird way, I think you always have to guard against what the worst-case scenario is. The worst-case scenario for Baker Mayfield, is that he gets hurt and Case Keenum comes in and operates this offense just as efficient or even more so than what Baker Mayfield did at 33 years old. Mm -hmm. That is the worst case scenario for Baker Mayfield because then you look at it and go, okay, any 33-year-old former Kevin Stefanski quarterback could operate within this system. That's the worst thing for them. The worst thing for the Browns is if he did go out there with, with one good year, one horrific year, another good year, and go out there and have another horrific year, and you've paid him this money. Because right now, if he goes out there and plays poorly, you could always say they're just draft picks. We need to go for the gusto. You you want to make that conversation happen? Like, this is the break break glass in case of emergency. How many draft picks do they have in the future? Mm-hmm. Could Depending on what you get, would you move on? If you have a really good season of Odell Beckham, which makes it tough, could you move on for him with a draft pick? and then use that draft capital and move up. You can always draft your next quarterback, or you can give Green Bay a call. You can give them a call. You could, There's there's going to be – I'm telling you, the. I'm not going to sit there I, – I have gotten very uncomfortable discussing Deshaun Watson's future landing places just because mm-hmm. of all I, – I see what Amy Dash is is tweeting every day. I'm listening to it. It just seems ugly, and it seems unsightly, and I kind of feel bad doing it. I really do. Like, it's like, I, I feel like we shouldn't be talking about Deshaun Watson's football future right now. But it's going to get brought up. This is going to get settled one way or the other. And if it gets settled the other way, meaning that he's going to play again. That'll be in the mix. That'll be in the cards. We'll get calls for that. It's sure you know, he's paid his debt. It's yeah, not going it to
2: be. I mean, listen, Michael Vick came back. I know it's different different circumstances. <laughs> it is, but, but but even if even if he were to go to prison, well, if he
0: doesn't have, but if he doesn't have criminal, tr- well, if he goes to prison for something like this, I think that's different. I, don't I do. not think He's banned from the NFL. because Well, I don't of the know. I, I'll tell you what, though, I think that I, I I think there's other routes you'd rather go if
2: you're a football team. I really do. Sure, but there's always going to be a desperate team, and these teams uh, are looking at a top five quarterback. Uh, that, that is very you young. Wanna, He's very but, young still. Lima, Younger I, than Baker. I know
0: you love the arena. I know you love to make arguments. Do you really want to argue for a guy who's done something like that to a criminal extent?
2: M- my team was really bad. Yes. Ugh,
0: yes. I don't. We don't care I about – I do I do. We don't – who I ca- do. I don't. I don't want to. I
2: honestly. Let's go to Kareem Hunt. Wanna, they're all cheering him on Sundays. Every I touchdown. And, and that was a local girl. That was, was a girl in Cleveland. People un- know her, and it's uncomfortable. People know her. It's, it's uncomfortable. They're not uncomfortable. They all cheer him. They are uncomfortable. And Deshaun Th- Watson. They're not uncomfortable now. They were uncomfortable then. Deshaun, so it's just time. And I mean, time, I made, I made the argument to bring. I, I
0: made the argument to bring Kareem Hunt on the football team because of what the NFL is. Uh, it didn't make me comfortable.
2: Okay. I, I think I, people
0: avoid – you do not avoid uncomfortable conversations. Well, you do I think the m- in your personal life, but on the air you do not. I think, the I minute- think most people avoid per- uncomfortable conversations as much as they possibly can.
2: I think the minute – same thing happened. When Kareem Hunt beca- came here – the first thing people start doing is, well, what did she say? What did they do? They make excuses. Same thing will happen with Deshaun Watson. Wherever he ends up landing, they're going to go, massages, it's that. It's... And, and they'll make bad arguments, but they won't care when he starts. You're right. When he's a top five quarterback for the you team. You are right.
0: I'd rather wait until then. I just think yeah. it's going to be an ugly, uncomfortable conversation to have to have. I think you can respect that. Mm. Okay? I know eventually we'll put that in a football standpoint. We will. We always do. But it's an ugly, uncomfortable conversation that I really don't want to have, even though we just got done having it for three minutes. Back to Baker, there's going to be franchise quarterbacks that are out there, including this carrot that's dangled out there with Aaron Rodgers. And so I think that's their worst-case scenario. Their best-case scenario is that he plays really well, and they go, okay, here's some money because I know you're going to be able to cover up for X, Y, and Z, who we have to let go of because we have to pay you money. That's the best-case scenario, and the best-case scenario is that they win the Super Bowl, obviously, as well. So there's a lot at stake here for Baker Mayfield. I just don't think – I really – I think the offense is proof. Like, they may – the one thing that's going to be maddening but great for all of us fans arguing about it, just from general sports, not Browns fans, because it toys with your emotions. What if he has the same season, and they make it to the divisional round again and lose? And we are having – Bitter, vitriolic fights. Yeah, we will. About what to pay this man. I know. And what to do. Because I think a lot of Browns fans, they want security. This is my whole thing. I, I'm, I'm establishing my and platform. And they have it with Baker. And, well, they want it. I don't know. If he goes and has the same season again and they don't get any further than They'll, what they did last year. They're going to overpay him. They're going to ask. Fans, I think, in their back of their mind are going to go, is this a ceiling? They'll be happy he got paid. They'll say they're happy hmm. he got paid. In the back of their mind, they're going to go, is this a ceiling?
2: It'll be the Baker Wars forever. Yep. The, That's the way that, it's going it, to be. That is just the way. And, and it, this happens in other cities. I think it this happens does. in
0: most cities. I, I, the more, I The more that the markets are changing for quarterbacks, when Ryan Clark says, how many teams, their quarterbacks, their best player on their team that you can say unequivocally, and you can say five teams – there's 27 other teams mm-hmm. that are battling this out, and some of those guys are paid, and I think that this is more often than not the, th- the thing it is. We mentioned elite quarterbacks. The whole term elite is a guy that stands out above the rest. They are better than the rest. There's not, There's not even a handful of those guys that are in the league. There's not. It's less than a handful. So unless Baker does something completely illogical this season, which is still a possibility in a way, if he does something like that, Just better put on a pot of coffee, folks. Like, this is going to be an argument. And there's going to be days where you love what Lyman and I are saying. There's going to be days you hate what either of us are saying or both of us are saying. And you're going to hate yourself for thinking it. Like, we're about to be put through a ringer, I think. Because I think that he's going to have – I imagine this season – what, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions last year in the regular Mm -hmm. season, right? I think Baker's going to have – I bet he can get to 30. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think he can have the interceptions under single digits or in single digits. So like, if he went to thirty and nine, yeah, and they just got to the divisional round again, I'll see that season as a disappointment. But now they got to start to think about what do we pay this guy? Do we franchise tag, franchise tag this guy? Is Kevin Stefanski going to sit there and go, "We're in the same damn predicament as they are with Kirk Cousins up there"? And I already had to leave right. my Minnesota for the Kirk Cousins thing. Or he could say, "You know what? He needs this, this, and this," because there's other. We're just putting it all on Baker. Who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe Odell is an albatross. Maybe the whole offensive line gets hurt against Kansas City, and he still puts up 30 touchdowns and nine picks. I'll argue all day long that he's he's incredible. I'm only going on, on that a That would impress me.
2: T- if like, that offensive line got yeah, shaken up like that, that would
0: impress when me. When we argue about his salary, we basically have a great big painting, an easel, with a, with a blank slate on it, and we just took one brush stroke. We have not started to put this picture together for the season. There are going to be so many ins, outs, and what-have-you's of this season. But if we're just going by numbers, sheer numbers, if he puts up 30 touchdowns and nine picks and they just get to the division around and lose again, we're going to have a sour taste in our mouths because we didn't get to where we thought we could get. And then there's going to be, well, do we not pay him? Do we go somewhere else? Are we willing to to squeeze that trigger on that? Is it his fault? Even though there's so many other factors that play into Baker Mayfield, just like there's so many other factors – when you go to Extend Technologies, x t e n d a v dot what we're looking for is simplicity. What we want is security with our quarterback, and you want security and simplicity in your home. Get it all with Extend Technologies. Your journey starts online, x t e n d a v dot That's x t e n d a v dot and you can take care of your security system, your home automation, and the brilliance of surround sound throughout your entire property with Extend Technologies. Go
2: see if you've ever wondered. You've heard us chirp about it. Endlessly, and maybe you've seen a little bit of it on TV. It doesn't do it justice. Go to their showroom in Broadview Heights and go see what a 100-inch 4K TV looks like. Go look at that. Me explaining it right now is not going to do it justice. You have to stand there and go... Oh, that's what the fuss is you about. You sound like
0: Tommy Boy when you're like, what he's trying to say is our brake pads are really cool. <laughs> that's what you sound like. Which you can watch that movie in stunning 4K or 8K. Yeah, it won't be that good because on it needs to be digitally remastered. We've talked
2: about this. Well, they've done wonderful things yeah, with digital. Yeah. Go watch Gone with the Wind and wait till you see. What's your favorite classic <laughs> movies go? Oh uh Ten Commandments. S-
0: Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur always comes up. I always think of my grandma. This synonymous. My grandma, Arlene, was an absolutely wonderful person. I lost her too soon in my life, and we watched Ben-Hur together. A lot of those movies we watched. Casablanca. I never saw Casablanca. It's good. It's really
2: good. You will really
0: enjoy it. There's some movies, like there's classic movies that I know I want to see and see again. Like I I saw McClintock a long time ago. It's on Amazon. I want to watch it again. Oh,
2: I got one. Tora, Tora, Tora. Tora. This is the – yeah, Tora, Tora. uh, This is not – um, oh, good, bad, and the ugly. Oh yeah, that's a classic. I love what, Josie Wales every time. Good, the bad, and the ugly is on. I can watch the whole thing. Um, what I think you, you have to have an appreciation. Seven, the dirty dozen. I think you have to have an appreciation for these things and go back and watch a lot of them. Here's one that is not necessarily classic and old. I mean, it is an operation. 70s. Dumbo drop, seen so. it. Uh, <laughs> Barton Fink, uh, Silver Streak, Silver Streak, with Gene Wilder. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I. Love the movie. It has a classic MacGuffin angle in it. The Rembrandt Papers. You have to watch that movie. It is it is great. It's hysterical. Uh, there's some blackface in it, which, you know, Ooh. your thoughts on that. Uh, Gene Wilder was taking chances back then, but it's just a great, it's well, a great movie. Is
0: it seen like it is now? No. <sighs> yeah, that ain't going to sit well. Silver Streak is so good, though. That is not going to sit well with myself. I'm Ned really Beatty. Be. That too. Um, Ned Beatty's an underrated actor. Does it bother you? Sub-question here. Does it bother you that Dustin can't watch an old movie?
2: Yes, I think this it is kills. Me. You, you have to look. I'm not a. I'm not a cinephile. Okay, I've never taken a screenwriting class. I've never. So when you hear the guys on the Ringer talk about these those movies, they have a different appreciation. But I do think it gives you a foundation uh, to understand movies. And I think as I've gotten older, I've started to pay a little more attention to things like. What a, what a script is and what good acting is versus bad acting. I didn't care about this stuff when I was younger. Now you take an appreciation. And I have to say, mm. I'm a little jealous of kids today that they have so much of a catalog that they can go back and watch all these movies and all these works of art. Uh, and we Online. had that we had that ability too, but it was hard. You had to go to the you had you had to go library. To, you had to go to the library. You had to go to the yep. store. They can just access a movie and if you want to get into movies, it's such a great – it's a hobby. It can be a hobby. not it's a time waster. But I feel better – It's you know, reading books too. But it's a better hobby than playing video games, I think. Like, you actually – Oh, you're going to get people you, in on it. You, yeah, but you are you are going to be able to see the art of storytelling. And I think the art of storytelling is so fascinating. When you read about these script writers, uh, screenwriters, uh, when, you, when you go back and look at the themes and start to actually, like – there aren't really movie clubs, like there are book clubs, but it is, it's is—it's a dorky thing to do, I get it. It sounds dorky. Everything I'm saying I would have laughed at 20 years ago if uh, older me was telling them. But I think it's actually really cool to talk about movies I with somebody with and look at the, the themes and how they move a story along. I've become more
0: nostalgic about movies. This is an unpopular take, I'm going to do it. I've become more nostalgic about movies. Like I read what Matt Damon said about movies, and he got What'd killed he by social media. Just like Martin Scorsese did, which he said was true. What movies are out there anymore? What good stories are out there, except for foreign films? And I do not have the time or the patience to read all that stuff for foreign films. I'm sorry. Like the, you have these other, like you have a lot of other foreign films that are willing to try to tell a tale of drama, mm-hmm. to intrigue, all the types of things that that make movies great. And make movies awful as well, but make movies funny, make f- everything. You don't get that anymore because now they, they're only going to go with what they know. Like the same thing in the audio industry. People aren't buying as many cars, four-door sedans, two-door coupes. They're buying crossovers. They're buying SUVs, four-doors, things that, that, that have, four, have, have all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. You know, things that get good gas mileage but are also good in the snow. That, look at what the Mustang did. A four-door Mustang, electric. One of the classic American muscle cars. And they're doing the same thing with movies. I think we're getting too regimented on the things that – as much as we're seeing things differently through social media where so many people are different, and some of this is ugly, but so many people are different, and sometimes I think we're more connected. I think we're just given the same pap over and over. And I, I'm, this is why I, don't, I didn't watch, start watching Marvel movies. I didn't start mm. watching DC comic movies. I just don't have a lot and, of interest, to be honest. I, I don't either. But now there's been 40 of them. I, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to finish. And so you can say, well, you jump in. I don't need, I don't need to. I don't need to. Like, I, I sit there and I laugh about the Fast and Furious stuff. They'll make a Fast and Furious 10. They'll make an 11. Probably make a 12. Because that just seems what sells. So they're all the same. They all feel the same to me. They all look the same to me. Like, I'm not interested if I see Shawshank Redemption and previews for Shawshank Redemption. You were telling me a story in the preview of something I'd like to see. It's gotten to the point, but if you took Shawshank Redemption and you made it for 15 years, I'm going to stop wanting to see Shawshank Redemption. And every time I see a promo now for a new Marvel movie or a new superhero movie, it just all looks the same. Well, they are. So I haven't seen them. It's an
2: assembly line. They know how to pump out movies that are going to hit with their audience every single time. Uh, Fast and Furious, another one. They're just going to keep doing them.
0: And for the life of me, I can't deny business. Because they're looking to go, who are we offending? Because now people live to be offended. We're not offending anybody, we're putting the same actors in these spots. There's no movie stars anymore. Matt Damon mentioned that. Who are the movie stars? Like, there's Matt. Matt Damon's still technically a movie star. Who are the new movie stars? Mm-hmm. We lost Chadwick Boseman. Who's new, who's a, who are the movie stars? You're not naming anything. Maybe we're out of touch.
2: Yeah, well, I probably it's, am.
0: It looks like it's all the same movie. And it's making gobs of money. It's offending nobody. They're not going to take chances. It comes out on the big holidays. We're just getting people in movie theaters again. They don't want to take chances. They'll let Netflix just make money,
2: honestly. They'll let Netflix take chances exactly. at this point. And exactly. the fact the fact that you know making a murderer, uh, the the you know mayor of Eastwood or East Easttown, whatever it was, that th- those could not have been made ten years ago. Those are the chances that they're going to take. And it's actually interesting that you're seeing these big time leading men of Hollywood and leading women that they are now taking part in these Netflix shows uh, makes it makes it very interesting. Even a, a show like Ozark. I mean, these are people that were in Hollywood and doing big-time silver screen stuff, and now they're just doing uh, episodic things on Netflix. It's a total, total different world. I actually like it, though. I just wish, I wish there'd be more movies. I wish there'd be more movies that you could actually sink your teeth into.
0: And, and now it's, it's – I hate myself for this. Because there's shows like Billions.
2: Yeah, new new season came out.
0: Well, this is it. I saw it on, like, I got something free on my Amazon. I don't know how I did it. I think my mother-in-law might have done it for me. Where I can watch Billions now. I can start watching. Is it Paul Giamatti is in this show? Yeah, I saw him on one of the previews there, and I go, I want to watch this. I go, it's more than two and a half hours sitting down. This is going to be a long-term thing. So if I want a really good story, I, I got more than that. Like, part of what makes Goodfellas great is I don't have a 10-part Goodfellas series. I can go back to Goodfellas, and then it becomes almost it becomes therapeutic. I know the next parts that are going to be in the movie. I know the next parts that are going to be there. So this is a me problem. This is probably not everybody else. I, I, I wish there were movies like that anymore. There's not. It's all Netflix, all Well, the ability blue. to
2: tell a story Amazon. in two hours and maybe 15 minutes, the ability to do that and to provide background, context, contextualize the characters – and give you a, a story that's actually intriguing and interesting. That was what makes good filmmaking. That's that's amazing. Netflix. I mean, man, you have all the time in the world to build a character and uh, to come up with a story arc. To the ability to do it in two hours, fifteen minutes, two and a half hours. Uh, what what Scorsese did with Goodfellas. Bet your ass. It was insa- it's yeah. insane that he was able to wrap all that stuff. That's like that, well, they but, always say why they didn't show the Latanza heist. What about that? That could have been another movie. Oh my god! Of yeah. Itself.
0: What about the? Uh, but what about the Irishman? I mean, that's four hours. It was that too, was a too
2: long. I I I, I thought yeah. I thought he just he had the freedom to do it, so he's going to do it, would, and no one was going to tell him otherwise. Yeah, but
0: would have been better as a well. It's it's Scorsese; he can do whatever he wants. But and especially when you're getting Joe Pesci yeah, back yeah. in front of the, in front of the camera and all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, I haven't done it for twenty years. Yeah, um, I haven't seen a movie that good since Gone Fishing with Joe Pesci. Okay, uh, the so Super cheap. was one of my that favorites. Was so cheap. I'm sorry. Like, would it have been better? Like, if it were anybody else, that's a four-part, one-hour each episode thing. Mm-hmm. So, that I didn't realize we were going to get off on movies, but there we go. That's what we do. Boy, that was wonderful. Okay, congratulations on your success. Can't Here wait for this. Hit it. Congratulations. On congratulations. On your
2: congratulations. Did we lose? Did he lose connection with us? Uh, oh boy, have we even been on the air? Did they fall asleep back there? Do you want me to go run and check?
0: I don't hear anything. Yeah, oh, yeah, he on fell asleep. Success. Let's do it. Let's oh, do it. Oh, he fell asleep.
2: We're boring. We're boring.
0: When you need a dear Abby so you don't end up with a dear John.
2: Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations on all your success. All right, I think people got congratulations on all your success mixed up. People think, though, they just want us to be congratulated on success. That's not it. We want to give advice. Travis sends congratulations on all your success and he's just congratulating me in a in a not so nice fashion. Fashion. Says Ken mentioned on Twitter how he hasn't eaten cereal in a de- <laughs> Ken mentioned on Twitter how he hasn't eaten cereal in a decade because he can quote make sausage, bacon, eggs, home fries, etc in 10 minutes. A bowl of cereal costs like 75 cents. It can be made and eaten in 10 minutes. This elaborate feast of meats and eggs and potatoes costs easily five times that. and takes twice as long to make and eat. So, Ken, congratulations on all your success. First, when's, I, I got to call BS on Trav. Okay? When's the last time he bought a, bought a box of cereal? Like, unless you're buying the bottom, bottom, bottom shelf, which I would buy that. I remember Liz sent me shopping one day at the very beginning of the pandemic, and I had to buy the cereal. And I bought bottom shelf
2: Count Chocula. I was like,
0: "This is just as good." Tastios. I bought the Tastios <laughs> and stuff like oh, yes. that. Yes, the like, Cody Kessler bought. treat. Yeah. I was buying the off-brand cereal, and Liz goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "What? This is like three dollars cheaper. It's like six bucks a box. You know how many eggs I can get for six bucks? I can get bacon for six bucks. I can get sausage for six bucks, guys." If you like cereal, I know you hate it when I say this, that you like it, you like it, that's your thing. No, I'm a grown man. I don't eat cereal. I haven't eaten cereal since in well over a decade now. Honestly, I haven't eaten cereal since I got together with Liz, since I started living with Liz. And that's been over a decade and I haven't eaten cereal since then. You know why? Because I can make myself a bowl of cereal or I know because Liz does the shopping. I know if I go to my my fridge, there's going to be sausage, there's going to be bacon, there's going to be a thing of eggs. I can crack an egg. I can throw a bunch of stuff in a pan. I can throw some peppers in there, some Frank's Red Hot, and away I go. And it's 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes, and it's eaten. And it's fantastic, and I love it. Like, I can feel like a grown man, and I'd sit there going, well, oh, okay, I'm going to put my sugar on here, and now we've got are for kids and silly rabbits and all that what stuff. What about no. cleanup?
2: What about teardown?
0: It's easy. You use some
2: if you have oil, to do all this stuff. Do spray. You, do you remember your single life? I've done this. Okay. I've done this. You did all this. I did this, like, last week. Uh, I think part of it is – this is this is going to sound silly. I remember um, Nick Saban has the same breakfast every day. I forgot exactly what it is. Look it What's up. What's that, the
0: souls of kids that he promised recruiting? Okay.
2: I mean, you and your cheap shots, or it's big-time college football – so Nick Saban every day, and part of the reason is every day he sucks
0: he, the bone marrow out of a college recruit that he promised he a gray does. shirt and
2: then never gave it to him, and ruined his career. He says uh, every day it eliminates decision making for him. He can focus <laughs> his energy on something else. I've heard, what I've heard, ass. I've heard CEOs, Fortune 500 CEOs, I've heard them talk in a very Elon Musk talk in a very similar way. Eliminate unnecessary decision making, and if you're opening yeah, up the decision. fridge, how, how, and you're going what? Unbelievable greatness. Do I want today? Hey, do I want the I, ham? I do I want the turkey? Do I, I got a
0: decision for you. How about helping to eliminate sauce? How about helping to eliminate world hunger instead of shooting yourself into space, huh? That seems like a pretty, oh, pretty now you're easy going to Elon
2: Musk. Looks like a pretty yes, easy sir. decision. Not going to get him on the podcast. Oh, we
0: could wear cowboy hats and we could shoot ourselves into
2: space. Or we can help cure homelessness. We can help cure uh, uh, starvation. Let's have Frank Caliendo just do Elon Musk. That's the only chance we'll get to have him on. Our actual I'm podcast. talking
0: about Bezos, too. But
2: so, I, I like the fact that when I get up in the Bezos, morning, whatever. it's right to the cereal. Sometimes I'll do oatmeal. And I got in the habit of, thanks to Sarah, uh, doing the healthy rolled I'm oats, sorry, I think they are.
0: this thing around and making a bunch of uh,
2: Making my own oats with fruit. Can,
0: I cannot physically eat oatmeal.
2: I will gag. We should try
0: to do this. Oh, and remember this for next summer. I'll try to eat o- No, because <laughs> that's just gross-out radio. That's... The, we make fun of their certain guy who does that, don't we? Well, don't we, Lima? Yeah, we will. We actually do. Yeah, we you, me, and Keith make fun of a certain guy who will do that. Um, maybe I'll do it for the podcast. Maybe we'll do gross out for the podcast. I can't I can't eat oatmeal. I physically can't do it. I gag. You mm-hmm. can dress it up with as much sugar as you want. I can't do it. There was a time, real quick, I know I totally took over what you were going to say.
2: All right, Cool Trav says they get a box of Coco Cheerios for $4 and a half gallon of milk for $2. That lasts me probably 8 to 10 mornings. Six to eight, seventy-five cents each who meal. Who has
0: milk? A gallon of milk lasting in more than a week.
2: Well, he's. If you live oh, a by half yourself, you live by yourself, you can make it last. I do almond milk now. By the way, uh, I've done a lot of different types of milk. Sorry, Trev, that sounds like your problem. I have a family
0: and people who love me.
2: I used to do. Man, I, I told Sarah this. You want to? You want to know a sad <laughs> Anthony Lima Parkersburg story? Tell me more. There were times. This is a. This is the opposite. The antithesis of congratulations of all your success. Then Parkersburg, it would not be uncommon for me to make two giant, and I mean giant, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and big vat, or just a glass, but as a big glass, of vitamin D whole milk, and that would be a dinner. That's the only time I'll drink milk. That would be a dinner. That's disgusting. That would be a dinner. How sad is you that? You were an adult. I was an adult. I was 25 years old, 26, 27, I was 28. It says Tom Razorzips
0: says it's a bleacher report thing that says Alabama's Nick Saban eats little debbies for breakfast every morning. No, that and wasn't he wrote, it. Little debbies eat soul equals souls of recruits. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of little debbies. Ah, you're gonna have to go to Samford and play your college football
2: as long as you don't go to Clemson. <laughs> That's why I like Ryan Day. He doesn't stoop to those levels. That's what he called Jalen Hurts.
0: He called him Zingers, and he started eating Zingers, and Jalen Hurts is like, oh, I'm going to go over here to Oklahoma. They said he looks like he's terrible. Uh, I heard he looked good. Are you Mm. thinking about Tua, dummy? No, no. Jalen Hurts. Calling you a dummy, not Tua. Uh, Now Saban, undoubtedly in great shape, especially for a 61-year-old, but Little Debbie's. He eats two Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies for breakfast, has a salad of iceberg lettuce, turkey, and tomatoes for lunch.
2: Some people keep it simple.
0: Imagine making millions of dollars, and that's your that's your daily diet.
2: Yeah, he could just have a live-in chef. You know, the money he's made.
0: That's why I'll never be uh He's got to have over $100 million. I like to eat decadently.
2: Yeah, if I had 100000000 million, I'm going with the live-in chef. Now, this was weird. Bull and Fox brought this up about uh, au pairs and having them live with you, and Bull was like, that's just weird. I don't understand that at all. And then taking them on vacation – with you, we might have to save this for our next podcast. What is that? Because I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, you have a, oh, you have, I got thoughts. You have strangers on that. living with you. I got thoughts. And on then that. they have their kids, and they bring their kids on vacation with you. Do you understand the relationship, and the what's dynamic? The, what's that the gets age set of set this au pair? Well, that it depends. That depends. What are you trying to say?
0: Never mind. I got. My are you experience. saying there are
2: alternative motives?
0: Hell yes, that's exactly what I'm saying.
2: If I made how much money, because I think what? You'd pay an off pair probably. Frankly? Probably 35 grand and they live with you. If I won them. Because they get housing.
0: If I won the lottery. Uh huh. Right? I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could bring myself to it. I have enough problems as it is. Being with my children at all as many times as I possibly can because of the the schedule. Like during this time of year, I'm not gonna lie. During this time of year, my schedule is is in such such fluctuation. It's very difficult to find the time with my children that I desire, and so I feel that that would have even less time. Ah, they're taken care of. They're taken care of. Like Mm -hmm. even though I'm forced to feed and bathe and do all that stuff for my children because I'm their caretaker, it's still time with my sons. And I'm gonna miss that time someday. I'm gonna get emotional here. I'm going to, I know Aww. I'm going to miss that time someday. And if I knew I would like, well, I can do this. So I because I got an a pair, It'd be even worse. So I wouldn't do it. And plus, I just, I don't know, man. I just don't feel I need to. I don't need that expense. I'm pretty. I'm a pretty simple guy. When you break it down, what do I spend my money on? Even if I had money, what would I spend it on? What would I spend it on? Beer. I already buy beer. No, those things don't change. Beer.
2: Yeah, those things don't change. You'd have m- maybe more nice dinners when you go out. That that changes a little bit, but as far as what you have in your home, does your would your what would you have better better chops of meat? No, you're no. going to get the same types of meat. Uh so your standard of living there is not going to change. Your house you're going to upgrade your house in a big way. I don't you're know. You're going to have a you're gonna have a, uh, a winter home or I like, you'd have a winter home somewhere yeah, else. I like you my would. house,
0: and you say a winter home, that's just more of a headache. I, it would,
2: but you, you say you'd...
0: yes, I think it's more of a headache for me.
2: Well, then what are you going to do with your money? Honestly, What's the point if, I of your won,
0: money? if I won the lottery today, mm-hmm. I'd start a business. I'd try to start another business. I don't know how I'd work that out with the fan here because I'd want to stay on the fan. I'd want to start another business and do another business because it would keep me busy. I would rather do that and see if I can make that grow. Because mm-hmm. I like my house. My house is not the biggest house on the block, but it's a nice house. I like my house. I like my cars. I like my other things. I just don't need to spend the other, the rest of it's for showing off. Do I need to show off? I don't know. I'm not a big show or offer. I think my gut shows off enough. I don't need, really need to be peacocking too much. This is not what I was talking about with when it comes to breakfast food, damn it. Sorry, you done?
2: Yeah. I'm okay. Done.
0: Sorry, because you're you're texting right now, so I figured. No,
2: was... no. Yeah, I was. I was tweeting. Oh, okay. What were you tweeting? Uh, about Kirk Herbstreit's face. <sighs> I think he's a good-looking guy. I don't think he has anything to apologize for. Look at that. Look at that man. He looks great. Uh, some people were making fun of me because I called him a Buckeye legend. And uh, listen, listen. How's he not? I, I don't understand how he wouldn't be. It doesn't matter. Okay, are they saying because he's not a football, like actual football player legend? He wasn't great as a player. Who cares? That would be like me at Syracuse. At some point, if I do everything I want to do in this career, would you call me a Syracuse legend? Well, he didn't play he didn't play football. No, I a broadcaster. I went into broadcasting, whatever. He went into broadcasting. He's a legend. He is one of the great Ohio State broadcasters ever.
0: He's one of the most well known he's probably the current most well known Buckeye ever.
2: Oh Living. now that's Oh, that's a question because obviously I have Archie. You know, no Owen said I, yes. I bet
0: there's 20 year olds who have no idea about Archie Griffin. They know exactly who Kirk Herbstreit well, is. Well, sure,
2: but older people would not say Herbie; they'd say Archie.
0: Okay, but we have a big argument. But I bet if we were to put out some sort of a poll, I bet there's. I bet he's the most recognizable former living former Ohio State football player.
2: Mm. Um, I just stop. The, well, stop there? We say, got an argument for tomorrow. Just to sure. say Ohio State alumni.
0: We have an argument for Ohio State. Sh- I'll have to start
2: looking up Ohio State alumni.
0: Oh, that's right. Jeffrey Dahmer didn't graduate. Okay. Uh, we are brought to you by Extend Technology. Yeah, because Ohio State's hard. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Online first. Go there. It's absolutely fantastic. You're going to absolutely love it. It's great. We told you about it. Uh, don't get in arguments like Lime and I. Just love your 4K, 8K, all the stuff. It's going to be great. Trust me. And you want surround sound. For your entire, and I mean this, your entire property. You're going to love it. Okay? Online 1st xdendav.com com. Stop on in to the fabulous showroom in Broadview Heights. Make those home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. He's Anthony Lima. I'm Ken Carman for Owen Lauderman and for AA. I'm Ken Carman. Have a good one, friends.
2: You're not doing it anymore. No, we're You decided not to and do that And that whole thing I'm that, getting that you were going to tell here. me about Ryan Day behind the scenes, I'm not